What's going on, guys? Welcome on into another episode of Play by Play with JJ. My name is Jason Joseph, and uh, if you're new to my channel, well, what we what, what we do on here is we cover 76ers basketball, we cover the Patriots, we cover the Phillies, and we also are going to be doing Flyers games as well. But not only do we do uh, you know, games uh, that are live and do play by play cast, we also do podcasts as well. And I wanted to come on here and I wanted to just talk a little bit more about what happened on Sunday night, because I really haven't really gotten a chance to just come on here and just literally pour out my thoughts on this game. So I wanted to just get the opportunity, and I figured, you know, tonight the Sixers were off, and now was the time to just do that. But before I get into any of that, okay, um, if you want to leave me a thumbs up, if you want to uh, subscribe to my channel, comment down below. Let me know what your thoughts were about this game. I'd appreciate it so much. You guys are the best. I love you guys so much. We're on the road to 100, and we've hit 73 so far. So I'm really proud about that. And we've been going for two months. This is week nine. With that being said, enjoy the show. All righty, guys. So. This game on Sunday, it was a great, great all-time classic battle all the way to the end type of a game. It was so much fun to watch. It truly was. As a football fan, I will, I love watching games that are competitive and back and forth and kind of like a chess match. And it was everything that I could ask for as a football fan. Okay. The Chiefs were the better team in the end because the Chiefs had a plan. And they executed it very perfectly in that second half. That's what happened. And the Eagles just couldn't capitalize. And it starts off with one person and one person only. Jonathan Gannon. That's who it starts with. The defensive coordinator literally just did not show up. He didn't show up. I bet you that I probably could have went out there and probably had a better defensive game plan than he did. Because while he was trying to, you know, utilize that front seven a little bit more and, you know, he tried to do that a little bit. The problem is, is that if if the zone's like not working, you got to switch up a game plan, man. You have to make sure that if guys are wide open like Travis Kelsey and Marquez Valdez Scantling and Juju Smith Schuster, that just should not be happening. What about the play? I understand that the special teams also were atrocious, too, and we'll get to that in just a little bit. But Isaiah McKinnon, man, how is he left wide open? How is he left wide open when you get that touchdown? That I don't understand. But that's where the Eagles really screwed up. That was their Achilles heel, and the Chiefs took so much advantage of it. And I got to tip my cap to Patrick Mahomes. I got to tip my cap to the running game with Isaiah McKinnon and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and also really just Andy Reid. I mean, this is the same guy that literally like went out there and he put the team in a really good position and he just like had the team run the ball. They were constantly running the ball, especially on that first drive. A lot of people expected them to pass. And running the ball was really such a huge effective thing. And it worked out for them. And they were absolutely dominant, you know, with running the ball. And that played such a huge factor in the game. I also have to, I also want to talk about Mahomes too, because I understand that he didn't necessarily have a lot of uh, time of possession in that second half. But let me be honest with you. 
this dude was playing pretty much on like one ankle and he did a really good job. Every time he got the ball, I thought that the passes that he made were just incredible. And he is just there. There's a reason why he is listed as like one of the top tier quarterbacks in the NFL. He put everything on display. It was a duel between him and Jalen Hurts, who was also spectacular, too. But I really thought that Patrick Mahomes went out there in the second half. He had a plan along with Andy Reid. And even though they didn't get the ball that much and the time of possession was in the Eagles' favor, they just did a really good job. And I have to tip my cap to them. Where the game, I thought, really got out of hand was when the Eagles were getting the time of possession and they were up 24 to 14, right? And all of a sudden, um, you know, you have the Pacheco touchdown and, 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 and the special teams, you know, making that mistake. But I really thought that on that drive in the third quarter, you march all the way down the field, you kill about eight minutes on the clock. You have to go for the you have to go for the six, man. You gotta go for the six. You can't go for the three. You went this is the Super Bowl, right? Like this is the Super Bowl. You have to try to be a little bit more creative because if you're settling for the three against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna come out and bite because they smell blood. And when they smell blood, that is not the type of position that you want to be in. When you're facing the greats like LeBron James or Bryce Harper, right? These guys that are like the top tier level types of players in their sport. That's not the position that you want to be put into if you're an opponent. And I don't think that that's what cost in the game, but I do feel like that that was a turning point along with the fumble too. Um, you know, the, the fumble return by uh, Nick Bolton for that touchdown. Who, and he played really well as well. But the reasons why that the Eagles lost and why the why the Chiefs won was because the Chiefs just attacked the attacked the holes in this Eagles team, and that was the defense, and that was also just you know outplaying them and doing a better job at running the ball and coming out there with a game plan and executing. Shane Steichen, I thought, had a really good plan too, and Dallas Goddard and Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown all made some incredible plays. How about that 45-yard pass that Jalen made to A.J. Brown? Like, that touchdown pass was beautiful. You couldn't have thrown that ball any better. And the fact that Jalen has just made all of these types of improvements compared to last year, it does show that he is a top-tier quarterback. He was sensational. He had he screwed up one time, you know he he had the fumble. You can't bl- you know you have to blame him for that. But the Chiefs did capitalize, and he still played very well. Now the reason why that the Chiefs won was not because it was not because of a bad ref call. The Eagles most certainly could have had a game-winning drive for sure, but that's not why you won. Why you won is because your offense just kept your, you know, they they kept you in this game and you took advantage of the Eagles defense, the poor defense, and your defense actually made stops at the right time. 
That's what happened. And I know that, you know, I come from like the Philly area. So I was out of the bar and I understand that the whole vibe, you know, was really tough. But the Chiefs were just the better team. They played really well. Like, let's just take a look at some stats here. Okay, first of all, the Eagles had no sacks. They had no sacks. None. This dominant defense that was compared to the Chicago Bears from the 80s, man. Where was that? That didn't show up. How about the amount of rushing yards that the Chiefs were able to get, even though they weren't dominating the clock? Let's look at those stats. I had them up, and now I literally just lost it. Where the heck is it? I, I can't believe I lost it. They had 150 rushing yards, and the Eagles only had 115. It can happen for Eagles fans or for Eagles players to just do that. The Chiefs, they ran the ball a lot better. McKinnon had a really good game. And there were just so many times where I saw Travis Kelsey or McKinnon or just somebody that was just left wide open. The defense would be towards the right. And then all of a sudden, like Mahomes would just make these easy plays where there was just no coverage on a receiver or a running back, and then they would just go into the end zone or they would break or they would have like a 40-yard a gain or like whatever it was. And th th those types of things just can't happen in the Super Bowl. And the way that the, that the Chiefs were able to execute those things, you got to tip your cap to them. So there's a couple other things too I want to get on, on this opening monologue before I open it up to you guys. And the one thing that I wanted to also talk about was that Jalen Hurts was also really good too. Okay, he had 70 rushing yards on 15 attempts. This dude literally answered the bell every single time he was given the football, almost every single time. How about that two-point conversion that he made? How about that drive? Like... Man, but the way that he was throwing the football to Dallas Goddard and to Devontae Smith, I mean, like, those passes were right on the money. I just never would have thought in a million years that I would say that Jalen Hurts is an elite quarterback. And he has just proved the doubters wrong. And he ended up tying that game. And that was clutch. It would have been nice to see him go out there for one more drive. But again, that's not why the Eagles lost the game. They just lost because of the defense. I have to emphasize that so much. It was because of the defense, and it was also because of the special teams. A 65-punt punt return, 65-yard punt return in a Super Bowl, that's the longest one. That was recorded in Super Bowl history. I don't know, man. But, and then Quez Watkins. 
that pass that Jalen threw to him, he has to catch that. <laughs> he has to catch that. And so many times this season, when you think that Quez might have a good game, that play in that third quarter, that was a, that was a missed opportunity. And uh, that's can't be doing that. Now, I also have to tell you that Nick Bolton, I thought, played really well for the Chiefs. I mean, this dude was a menace defensively. And even though Hurts obviously had the fumble and the and the Bolton was able to return it for a touchdown, this dude was all over the field. And the attention was supposed to go on a Chris Jones, and rightfully so. You could even make the argument that at times that Chris Jones wasn't even uh, you know, at the main target. But I really thought that Nick Bolton just played so well. And he's like one of their underrated defensive players that they have in that front seven. So I have to tip my cap to him because he just made some special plays. And when you're going up against that O-line that the Eagles have, that's not such an easy task to do. <laughs> it really isn't. So, you know, I have to look at this from all angles. Okay, but no, it was a great game. Like, as a football fan, that was a lot of fun to watch. It really was. It was back and forth. Yes, the refs made a controversial call at the end. And it would have been nice to see Jalen get one more possession for a game-winning drive. And I know that that ruined the whole momentum for Philly fans. I just thought overall it was just a great game. And... The Eagles were knocking on the door. They were competing, but the better team ended up winning because the defense for the Eagles was atrocious. And Jonathan Gannon, maybe it was a good thing he stayed in Arizona. Just saying. All right, we're going to open this up to you guys. I want to hear what your thoughts were about this game, okay? I want to hear what you guys had to say about this and, uh, you know, just a vent. Ben on here, if you have any thoughts, whether it's a negative, whether it's a positive, I don't even know how that would be, but you know, just any, any thoughts about the game? I want to hear from you guys. All righty. Um, there we go. Refs made, refs made many bad calls. One missed PI on Juju earlier. Devontae Smith overturned the catch at the Chiefs. Okay. I understand that, you know, the refs are, the refs are always going to be like talked about with this game. And as bad as they were, as bad as they were, like, that's not the reason why the Eagles lost. It played a factor. Okay. And like, if we turn back the clock, okay. And if we were to go back in time, we probably could have had a different outcome. And maybe that could have changed the tides. Okay, so what? So, I understand that, but it's also just like a loser mentality, and I keep bringing that up because if if I'm out there on the field, right, and I'm like, and I'm playing the game, and I'm just saying to myself, you know, I'm being like the 49ers saying that, you know, the the reason why that that they lost was because of the bad calls and because of this and that. Like you're making up excuses, and you got to hold yourself accountable. At the same time. So 
two things can be true. You know, that's that's the way that I just look at things. But that that's just. I think that the thing that I'm just trying to say is that, like, while yes, it played a factor, we can't just keep blaming the refs. But we also have to acknowledge that the refs didn't have their best game either. Um, let's see, let's see what else we got on here. Jonathan Gannon has to go. No sacks was due to the water, park, grass, not the players. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the field conditions, the NFL has to be ashamed of themselves, man, because those field conditions were were awful. But again, like, as bad as those field conditions were, it's on the players. It's on the, it's on the coaching staff. You know, like, you, you have to put the defense in the right positions, okay? If the players don't execute, that's one thing. Darius Slay, man, where the heck was he? How come there were so many times where I saw, I thought that the matchup was going to be him against Juju Smith-Schuster. And I just, I, I, I couldn't find Darius Slay on the field because I, w- I was trying to look for him and he would be MIA at times. Now, yes, part of that goes to Gannon, right? But also, like, you're supposed to be a top-tier cornerback in this league. And you haven't really been performing at the highest level over the last you know month or so but still like you got to be there somebody had to make a stop on that defense and nobody was able to do it no one that's why this team had no sacks and they couldn't pick off Mahomes and it, it literally just reminded me of the game that the Eagles played against Kansas City last year in the regular season because it was just day and night for Patrick Mahomes to just operate. He had so much wide open space. He didn't have anybody coming on him. There was no sort of panic. He could literally just stay stay in the pocket for as long as possible. And yet there was no pressure coming. It's just crazy stuff, man. But he didn't have his best game, but I'll tell you what, he looked poised in that second half. He looked hungry. And while the running game was established and they did a really good job, he made the right plays when the game really came down to the wire. I don't know what else to say about that. It is interesting to me how, you know, with the time of possession of the game, Right, the Eagles won that by so many uh, minutes. You would think that if the Eagles were able to put up 35 points and they were so dominant with the clock that they would win this game. But the problem is, is that the strategy really just comes down to, like, who's going to score last. And the Chiefs just did it. And the momentum changer was just when Jalen fumbled that really, like, sucked the game out. And when Nick Sirianni decided to go for the three, again, when he went for the three, that wasn't why that they lost, but that did play a factor. You can't be settling to do that in the Super Bowl, man. You have to be aggressive. You remember when Doug Peterson ended up 
going with the Philly special? That took guts. He literally said, you know what? Let's go for Philly Philly here. And they went for the touchdown right at halftime. And that was a huge, huge momentum changer for the Eagles. And if that didn't happen, the Eagles could have lost. So. But yeah. Um, but yeah, what say you guys? What else do we have going on here? Why do you guys think that that the Chiefs won and why the Eagles lost in that Super Bowl? I want to hear from you guys. Um, what else do we have on here? I love to say they play the water park guy that installed the grass was 94 and a Chiefs fan. A little fishy if you ask me. Juju Smith. Yeah, man. Um, look, I, I don't know why he went on Twitter the way that he did. Again, like, you got to be professional. And that was just not a professional thing. And A.J. Brown actually was the professional one who responded. And he did a good job in that regard. It was the nature of the beast. And I thought that, uh, and, and, and I thought A.J. Brown handled that very professionally. Now, during the offseason, I know that Eagles fans and I know that Kansas City fans too are going to have some questions about their future, you know, who they're going to draft and all that and all that sort of stuff. And I'm sure that that's going to be discussed more in the coming days. But let me just tell you that I, I, I really thought that overall that this was just a very competitive game. And both of these teams, it would not surprise me if they come back. And make it back here. Now, obviously, they have to try to find somebody for Jonathan Gannon as the defensive coordinator for the Eagles. And hopefully he's a good replacement, he or she, whoever comes in. Probably not she, but never know. But it was just, it, it was a very good game. Like, it was a lot of fun to watch. It was back and forth. It was dicey. You know, it got really intense. This was probably one of the best Super Bowls I watched as a football fan. Um, and the Chiefs played excellent. Both teams offensive, offensively. This was a duel. It doesn't get any better than this. There was one other thing I wanted to talk about, and now, now I kind of forget what it was. Um... Why am I forgetting what it was? Well, this is really going to bug me. It's really going to bug me. Uh, Goodell giving a bear hug to Mahomes and Chris Jones and saying to Chris Jones, I don't give a shit how you hit the quarterback. Very, very suspect. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> I did not see that, man. I, I didn't see it. Uh, the Juju Smith, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the happy Valentine's Day one. That was uh that wasn't professional. And uh he had no right doing that. He just didn't. Um but the, the, there was one other thing that was like in my head that I wanted to talk about with this game, and now I can't seem to remember what it was. Can't seem to remember. Oh yeah, the halftime show. I was disappointed. I was really disappointed with uh, with how it went. I expected 
I expected it to be, I don't know, a little bit more flashy, if that makes sense, from Rihanna. You know, like, she's Rihanna. And I was a little bit upset, first of all, like, with the song choices. I, I, I wanted to hear, and maybe it's just me, I wanted to hear Please Don't Stop the Music. That's like, I understand that she has a lot of hits, but I wanted Please Don't Stop the Music. <laughs> I really did. And what's my name? I didn't hear what's my name. Did anybody else hear that? I didn't hear it. I wanted to hear that one. So. But, um, but yeah. It's just amazing how when you're, when you're up by, when you're up 24 to 14, you know, going into that, going into halftime, you just were able to give up 17 points in that fourth quarter. While yes, Patrick Mahomes is great, the way that the way that it just looked, the way that it looked was just like, damn. Where the heck was the Eagles defense? But again, Andy Reid deserves credit for the play calling. And while he made some controversial mistakes, you know, going for the three earlier in the game with Harrison Bucker. That was a controversial decision. The Eagles just made more mistakes. And it came down to the old classic cliche. The team that's able to capitalize on the mistakes is going to come up and they're going to come out victorious. And that's what happened. I probably have said that term about like five or six times tonight. <laughs> so. Alrighty, but that's pretty much going to wrap things up. It was a great game, and uh, I really enjoyed myself. Even though you know, I, I I feel I feel for Eagles fans, but also the Chiefs just they played a really good brand of football. And Patrick Mahomes, there's a reason why he's Patrick Mahomes. He is an elite quarterback. Travis Kelsey, I don't think I gave him enough flowers, but he is. There's a reason why he's like one of the best tight ends. And Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes are going to go down, like, already as first ballot Hall of Famers. They just are. They're incredible, incredible players and personnel. And with that, I want to thank you guys so much for coming on here. Okay, my name is Jason Joseph. This is Play by Play with JJ. Um, and uh, we're going to come back on here at 10 o'clock. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Sixers because we didn't talk about last night because there was a game and I wanted to do a post-game wrap-up. We didn't talk about Dwayne Dedman. And we also didn't talk about the fact that Matisse Stiebel hit four threes in a ball game. We'll talk more about that, though on the next pod, which will be at 10 o'clock tonight. I hope you guys come on. Hope you, I hope you, uh, you know, join the, uh, join the whole discussion about the Sixers. And uh, I look forward to seeing you guys on here. If you're new to my channel, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe. You know, you, you, you pretty much know the drill. We come on here. We call Sixers games. We call Phillies games. We call Patriots games. And, uh, and we also are going to be doing Flyers games. We're going to start that on Saturday. We're going to be doing one Flyers game per week, and I'm really looking forward to it. I'm also going to bring on a guest for uh, for Sunday for the post-game show because that's going to be at 10 o'clock at night, and I don't want to do a post-game show at like 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> that just doesn't sound fun. But thank you all so much for tuning in. I'm going to stop rambling, and I will catch you all on the next one. You guys are the best. I love you guys.